Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with economist David Fiorenza. We talk jobless claims. We talk a lot of inflation, Federal Reserve, and much more. Well, let's start talking about inflation because it's what everybody is talking about. It continues to be a significant issue. The Consumer Price Index numbers just released rose 8.6% in May from last year. And that is the highest increase since December of 1981. I know we had talked about inflation. It looked like maybe it was peaking. Now, I, I don't know. This These numbers are pretty dire. Well, they are. And I I think we're still peaking. I think we had one month where we were starting to go down. And now this last month, it went up. And it also reflects the fact that average, real average hourly earnings decreased in May uh, from the previous month. So inflation eroded a lot of those gains. We still have some other good numbers out there. If we take away the, what we call the volatile measurements, which is most of what we use, such as food and energy. I know people don't like talking about what we call core prices. We're looking at about 6%. And that's still high, of course, but it's not up into the 8.3% range. One thing I saw that was interesting, and I don't know what article I saw this in, but to kind of bring the inflation home, uh, I think it was Moody's Analytics said compared to a year ago, American households paying $460 more per month to buy the same goods and services. And that's really, sometimes I think you can get lost in all these numbers and indexes and stuff like that. And what does it mean? Man, that just slaps you across the face. Oh, it does. And it's, it's a true figure. Uh, and I've studied with Moody Analytics over the past several years, done lots of, of work with them in terms of internships for the universities I've worked for. Uh, and I do trust what they're saying. Um, that leads people to change some of their habits. So this past week, I started researching hybrids, electric vehicles, things like that. You know, we could have a hard time finding hybrids. They're really on the increase as they were a year ago. And it's not just because of gas prices. I looked at the at the miles per gallon of a hybrid and you're looking, we, we, instead of getting 20 miles to a gallon on a gas car, you're getting 45 to 50 miles per gallon. And if people aren't back five days a week in their offices, maybe it's time to think about a used hybrid vehicle. I think you're going to start to see inflation again. Once I said it's going to taper off, Uh, we may not see a recession this year. I think we're going to see the recession next year. You mentioned kind of real wages earlier and how they have gone down. And we have talked about how over the last year or so we've seen wages rise, which is a good thing. But uh, the inflation's overtaking that now. Uh, What is, you know, basically is real wages like your hourly wage minus the, the inflation that you see? It is. When they talk, when they use the word real, it means it's adjusted for inflation. It also shows the fact that re- that real wages over the past year, you and I have been doing this and even longer, have creeped up to the point of where they're starting to level off. They're reaching equilibrium. We talked about minimum wages. And I remember saying, let's hold off. Let's let supply and demand 
take care of the situation. And now you're seeing wages leveling off because they're at that level of 12, 15, $14 an hour. And it's a, still a tight labor market. People aren't switching jobs like they used to because they feel comfortable in their jobs. Companies are not laying off people like they did before. So it, those kinds of things are showing the fact that real wages have leveled off because we're coming out of the pandemic. People were getting their shots. They're getting their boosters. They're ready to go back to work. Now, there's certain industries that jump wages really high, like retail. And then all of a sudden, the jobs report comes out and shows that that retail is laying off of any of the industries. It's, it's retail that's doing the most of the layoffs, which is still not that bad compared to what it would have been many years ago. Let's talk jobless claims. For last week, 229,000, more than the estimate, more than we've seen, I think, since January. But, you know, I mean, if you're one of those 229,000 people, it's terrible. But from an economic standpoint, it seems to me we're still in a very good place here. We are. If we can stay between 250,000 and below, I'm happy with that. I still feel bad for those people who are what they call underemployed, who are maybe working part-time, wish they were working full-time, or those people who, who are out of work. If we look at the four-week average, rolling average, uh, it's even lower. It's 215,000 that are out of work over the average of the last four weeks. We also saw the labor force participation rate inch up a little bit. So I think that was one of the goals of the Federal Reserve was to get people back to work and keeping that participation rate higher, which more people are working, they're earning money. But then again, <laughs> the more we earn, the more we spend. And there's, the, there's that inflation that we start to fuel. Mentioned the Federal Reserve, a uh, big meeting next week. Uh, I think everybody is expecting another rate hike. Are you there? And if so, what? how big do you think it will be? Matt, after researching the Federal Reserve, I did notice they had a closed door meeting uh, this past Monday, was it? I'm not sure if that was right before um, Jerome Powell met with President Biden or didn't meet with them. Maybe it was afterwards. Usually they do not have closed door meetings. Usually they're open and you can you can get the real time right on the Internet and look at the meeting. I'm seeing a half a percent. I'm seeing we're going to squeeze the markets a little bit. And some of that is because mortgage rates that dipped down last week all of a sudden went back up. Again, and there's probably no reason for mortgage rates to, to go back up. As soon as we start lowering things like interest rates, mortgage rates, all of a sudden the markets get a little crazy. The stock market gets crazy and they start uh, going in negative territory until we start raising rates again, which I think the markets, stock markets, the S&P, the Dow Jones should not be dictating all of our other economic factors that are out there. Mentioned the housing market. I was digging around prepping for this. And it seems like there's a lot of articles, people nervous about weakness in the housing market. What are you seeing? Well, the housing market is still strong, but I wouldn't call it a frenzy at this point, <laughs> meaning that yes, mortgage demand did plummet than when it was from a year ago. However, I'm still seeing people out there shopping for homes. And some of it is affordable housing. We've talked about that. We've talked about the fact that affordable housing has not been built. And some of that is the fact is the fact that there's not a lot of room in inner cities to build affordable housing. And also there's lots of regulations. So that's why you see the suburbs sprouting even more. I'm also seeing the fact that home prices are leveling off just a little bit. People are still busy. Realtors, real estate agents, real estate brokers are still busy, but not at that frantic level that they were during the pandemic. 
You mentioned earlier when we were talking about inflation, energy, gas continues to go up. There are a lot of things at play here. But one of the things that's definitely going on is all the oil companies are doing pretty good. They certainly are, Matt. And I'm going to bring it up right now. 28 oil companies in the last quarter, their profits were over $93 billion. That's with a B. You get companies like ExxonMobil, year-over-year percent growth of 220%. Shell, 182%. ConocoPhillips, 375%. And it's not just because demand is up. In fact, demand is not as up as we'd like to see it because people are still not working at their jobs 100% of the time in the offices. Yes, and people are starting to travel, um, you know, Memorial Day and then July 4th coming up. But I still think, and I'm in the minority here, we've talked about this on air and off air. I still think it's the oil companies that are controlling it. And they're going to continue to control it until someone comes forward and dare I say, put a price control on it like they wanted to do many years ago in the state of Pennsylvania and other states. Anything else you're keeping an eye on here as we move into mid-June? Well, I want to continue to see whether the, our shore points will do well on July 4th weekend. They're still very happy down there, the people Memorial Day weekend. I checked it in on them again, and that's a good thing. I'm also seeing locally the contractors are still very busy. People are still building, I guess you'd call it in-law suites. People are still putting in above ground, below ground pools. People are still putting in playground equipment for the kids. They're getting used to being home, and even though they're getting outside, they may not be at work five days a week, because what did we talk about prior? It sounds like a broken record. The fact that childcare is still not where it needs to be in the United States. No question about it. And it's one of the things we really eventually have to figure out because it's, uh, it is in crisis and it's still something that doesn't get talked about enough. You're right. And I know it's not dealt with on a state level because of the expense of it, of trying to provide some kind of subsidy, if you want to call it that. I know most states talk about it, but they're still hanging on the heartbeat of the federal government to do something about it. And the debate continues. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.